Are you an introverted woman who knows she's ready to lead at a higher level? Are you tired of watching less qualified coworkers get promoted above you? Do you dream of getting to the executive suite to make a bigger impact and increase your income, but the thought of forced networking and endless small talk makes you want to crawl back into bed with a good book? Well, I have amazing news. You can get to the top your way. You're invited to join me in my free masterclass, How to Get Promoted to the Executive Suite Using Your Introvert Superpowers. I'm hosting it on February 22nd at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. You'll get 90 minutes of powerful strategies to unlock your executive potential without pretending to be someone you're not or jumping from company to company. I'll be sharing the same proven strategies I use to secure four executive promotions and my clients have used too. If you're ready to ditch the doubt and claim your rightful place at the leadership table, reserve your free spot for my masterclass, how to get promoted to the executive suite using your introvert superpowers. Use the link in the show notes to sign up and I'll see you there. Hi leaders. And happy Valentine's Day. So if you happen to be listening to this episode when it first drops, it is actually Valentine's Day. And Valentine's Day is celebrated all around the world in different ways. And so what I would suggest and something that I used to do all the time on Valentine's Day is obviously taking care and making sure I am showing love and showing affection to my loved ones, but also I use it as a a time to express my gratitude, uh, my thanks and my appreciation to my team. So the people who reported to me. So if you are a leader uh, and you have direct reports, or if you are a leader and don't have direct reports, but work with other people, Take a moment today to tell them that you are grateful for them. Tell them that you appreciate who they are and what they contribute. And make sure that you don't let the day pass without showing your gratitude. I, for one, am very, very grateful for you, uh, for being part of my community, for giving me feedback, for helping me to continue to grow and develop as a person and as a leader. So thank you for being here and thank you for being you. And with that said, let's go ahead and transition to today's topic, which is networking. Okay, so I know I just said that word and you likely already had a reaction. You already have something popping up in your mind, right? So you may have rolled your eyes when you heard the word networking or your stomach may have crunched up, you know, clenched up when you heard the the word networking or some type of physical or emotional reaction. And that's because most of us haven't enjoyed networking in the past. And there's good reasons for that. We as introverts, when we are in networking situations, for most of us, it makes us feel uncomfortable. It feels awkward. It can be exhausting, like working harder than in a 16 hour day. And I totally get it. Between me and you, I've gone to many professional events and conferences where I've literally sat at a table and people watched instead of interacted or networked. 
There's one conference that I'm actually thinking about right now where I paid thousands of dollars and I did not speak to a single person over three days. Now I could spend this entire podcast sharing why I did that and also sharing all the reasons that was not a good thing, but I'll save that discussion for another day. Luckily, today's topic isn't about traditional networking. It's not about the networking that makes us want to go and hide. No, we're talking about intracompany networking, which is often overlooked. Now, intracompany networking is networking within your company. And it isn't just about making small talk at the water cooler. It's about building meaningful relationships that can open doors to new opportunities and insights within your organization. For us introverts, the thought of networking can be completely overwhelming. But here's the good news. Our introverted traits actually help us shine when it comes to intranetworking. We excel at creating deep, authentic connections, which are far more valuable than a wide net of superficial contacts. Now, if you're anything like me, I was always told throughout my career that I needed to network, 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 network. And in some cases, I understood why that was so important. And in other cases, I didn't. And so I never fully grasped until later in my career why it was so necessary for me to have an established network. So what I wanna do with our time together today is I want to talk to you about and share some of the reasons why having a network is an important feature of your career strategy. And if this this is the first time you're hearing me talk about career strategy, I encourage you to go back to episode 15, where I talk about and define what a career strategy is, particularly for introverted women who want to move up into senior leadership and get into the executive suite that would be an important place to start. But networking is one component of a comprehensive career strategy. And one of the reasons why is because it allows you to and gives you access to opportunities. Now, you might have heard about this before, right? It's probably one of the primary reasons you've tried to force yourself to network externally to your organization to date. But networking can open doors to new career opportunities within your organization. Think about all the times you've heard of someone in your company getting appointed or promoted to a role that you didn't even see or didn't know about. It was never publicly advertised. It could be an internal job opening. It could be a special projects or it could be a leadership role. The truth of the matter is they likely got that opportunity because of their network, meaning who they knew and who knew of them. Women leaders with a robust internal network are often the first to hear about those types of opportunities. If you're not connected to other people, then you you won't hear about those opportunities. Another reason why intranetworking is so important is because it enhances your visibility. When you establish a network within the company, 
it increases your visibility and your recognition. And this can lead to being considered for promotions and important projects, as well as recognition of achievements and contributions. Having a strong internal network also provides you with valuable information and insights about the company. Because at this point in our careers, you and I both know that within your organization, there are formal channels of communication and there are informal channels of communication. And if you are not connected to other people, you don't have a network, you will likely be amongst the last to know and hear about important things that are happening within the organization. Being connected and having a strong internal network helps you have knowledge and insight that is leading the pack and not lagging. Another reason why it's important for you to establish an internal network is to have ongoing support and guidance. Networks often provide emotional and professional support, and that can be especially important for us as introverted women leaders because our natural tendency is to fly solo. And even when we are part of larger teams, when we need the space to think and when we need quiet to recuperate and re-energize, it can get lonely for us if we are not connected and leveraging a network that's already established. Another benefit that having a strong internal network can provide is actually my one of my favorites, which is around being able to have greater influence within the organization. A well-connected leader can have more influence within the company than they can if they're not connected. And this could lead to more effective implementation of ideas and strategies and you having a stronger voice in decision-making processes, even when you yourself are not the final decision-maker. And I don't know about you, but for me, it is so frustrating to be a part of an organization where I see decisions being made without truly one, having all of the information to make an informed decision, and then two, making the wrong decision. When I'm able to influence and not always by sitting at having a seat at the table, because I did not always have that. Normally, I was in a position to influence through others. So someone who sat at the table, I was in their ear and telling them and sharing with them information to help them go advocate for the right decision. If I did not have those already established relationships, if I did not have my internal network, I would not be able to have my voice reach as far as it did. I would not have been able to influence some of the global decisions and global strategies that the organization was encountering. I would not be able to have the impact that I wanted to have and strove to have, right? I was striving to have at the time. So I say all that to say that when you have your network in place, It's not just about your connection to that one person, but it's the amplified reach that you have, the amplified influence that you can have, but multiplying your contributions to the organization, to the function, 
through multiple people. So I think you can get the gist here, right? There are so many reasons and benefits for establishing a strong internal network within your organization. Oh, and one more, because this one I hear from many of you all the time complaining about office politics, right? And having to navigate office politics. And the reality is, is that office politics is in every organization, not even just in organizations, it's in our own families. So anytime you bring a group of people together who may be independent thinkers and individuals and ask them to function as a group or as a team, you should expect to have complications and you should expect complexities. It's the natural order of things. So I understand the discomfort and not liking organizational politics and office politics. But when you have a strong network, your network can provide insights into the dynamics of the office politics that you're going to encounter. And that will enable you to better navigate through those complex organizational structures. I already mentioned that earlier in my career, one of the mistakes I made was undervaluing the benefits of having a network, including an internal network, which is what we're talking about here today. But another thing that I even didn't even realize was that I had such a narrow view of what a network was that I only thought about it in terms of interacting with the highest leaders within the organization. And frankly, that's what made it so uncomfortable for me because I didn't want to. Here I was a AVP or a manager in my org, in my company. I didn't want to have to be thinking about interacting with the chief financial officer. That person didn't know me from Adam. And so it made me very uncomfortable just thinking about how would I even get myself on their radar? And I would say to you, that may not be the person you need to be connected with. When we are thinking about developing an internal network, I want you to be realistic about who should be your partners, who should see your work, who could advocate for you. So if you are a financial analyst or financial manager, would it be great if the CFO knew who you were? Sure, but could the CFO help you on a day-to-day basis in your role? and even help you get to the next level? Probably not because he or she is so far removed from what you do and what you deliver to the organization. So like with everything that we talk about here on the podcast, I would encourage you as you start thinking about how you're going to take the necessary steps to build out your internal network, to not think in grandiose terms. Think about who is in your immediate circle, who you want to deepen your relationship with. Don't think about and select those individuals based on their titles. Select the people that you want to deepen relationships with and who you want to bring into your internal network by the level of influence that they have, the proximity to the work that you do and 
that you like them, right? Like you, it, it is very difficult for you to maintain a strong and deep relationship with someone who you literally do not like. So think about those things. And an insider tip, and one thing that I learned, um, once I learned it, it kind of shifted the entire way that I thought about networking. The key people in my internal network, from maybe my AVP level to my executive level, have always been admin assistants and executive assistants. I've got stories to tell you on that too, but... (laughs) I'm not going to go into them right now, but truly having strong, reliable relationships with the administrative assistant team in the last three or four companies that I've been a part of have literally saved my career more times than I care to count because those individuals are usually in the know. They understand what's happening behind the scenes and they can be very strong advocates for you if they believe in you and what you do and what you stand for. And that's exactly what I was able to get out of including those individuals in my network. Now you may be in an organization where the administrative team is not in that type of position and that's fine, but just think about that as a criteria, meaning think about who's in the know, who would be strong advocates for you, who you actually like and give a damn about and use that to start mapping out strategically who you might want to include in your internal network. Okay, so, so far we've covered what intranetworking is and how it's different from traditional networking to why it's important, what are the benefits to you, three, how you can start thinking about or some of the criteria you can start using to determine how you want to go about building your intranetwork. And now I want to, before we wrap up, just give you a few tips on how you can actually start building your intranetwork. So the first tip is to leverage small interactions that you already are having. Each brief conversation that you have on a day-to-day basis is a potential seed for a strong relationship. It's not about the quantity of interactions that you engage in, but it's about the quality. So it could be a thoughtful question about a colleague's project or maybe sharing an article relevant to their interests. These types of small gestures show that you're attentive and genuinely interested, and that's a key quality of a strong networker. Okay, so tip number two, I just kind of mentioned, but it is so important that it deserves its own standout point, right? So tip number two is about quality over quantity. As introverts, we thrive in one-on-one or small group settings, and you can use this to your advantage. Focus on building just a few strong relationships rather than trying to know everyone. These types of deeper connections often lead to more significant opportunities and support. So what I would say here is you just have to be thoughtful about what few or which few strong relationships you want to build. 
You don't need 50 people in your network. Truly five to 10 real strong relationships who are going to be advocates for you far outweigh and will benefit you so much more than 50 or 500 surface level connections. The third tip is about utilizing digital platforms. Listen, COVID really did a number on us as a human race and as a global environment. But one positive thing that it did for me as an introvert is that it pushed technology out as a major connector. Whereas before, it was not that case. We were only using technology for social media, but now it's a primary tool in all of our workplaces. So much so that I'll be sitting in my office in my, at my job, and frankly, my next door neighbor is on the same, in the same meeting that I'm in, but we're both sitting at our respective desks and using our platform, our technology platform to connect versus actually being physically in the same room. And as an introvert, I am okay with that. So what that means though, is that now we have all of these digital platforms that we as introverts can be using to connect with people. And so I'm encouraging you to leverage those as part of your intra-company networking strategy. There are internal communication tools like Slack, Microsoft Teams, Zoom, all of these platforms that we join other people in meetings on, we can also be using them to build your network. You can engage in group discussions, share insights, or even start a conversation or on a shared interest. This can be a more comfortable starting point for many introverts versus having to attend a after work event in person or something like that. And my last tip is that you should spend some time getting real clear and setting a goal on what your networking purpose is. Is it that you want to get career advancement or maybe you want to understand other departments better? Maybe at this point in your career, you want to use your network to be able to deliver better results in your current role. Whatever the objective is, you just need to be clear on what it is so that you can make sure that the choices that you're making in terms of who you're expanding your internal network with and how you are expanding your internal network align with what you're trying to accomplish. Okay, phew, I feel like we talked about so many important things today. Here's what I will ask you to do before you get started and before you try to go out and start taking action, what I want you to do is perform this exercise. As soon as this episode is over, I want you to take a moment. And in that moment, I want you to decide how intranetworking can help you at this juncture in your career. Like I said, it can be a variety of different ways, but you just need to pick one. Once you decide on that, then I want you to jot down two networking goals for next month. It can be as simple as having lunch with a colleague from a different department. It could be 
joining a virtual meeting with a different colleague. It could be contributing a point or a paper to a group conversation. It could be introducing yourself to someone you know tangentially, but recognize that you want to have a deeper relationship with that person. Whatever it is, you just need to jot down two networking goals for next month and have those be your priorities to accomplish. I'm encouraging you to take immediate action because it can be very easy to walk away learning and understanding something new about intranetworking and then automatically going back into your regular routine and not executing. In fact, intranetworking is so important and such a critical component to getting to the executive suite that it is a key foundational element in my On Her Rise group mentorship and coaching program. We not only teach this, but we also, our members strategically design their intranetwork. We also help them execute, meaning we provide tools and resources and templates to start conversations and to build the relationships that they need. And we design the roadmap to help them better leverage those relationships to advance their careers and achieve their career goals. So it's not just enough to learn about intranetworking, but it is equally, if not more important to be able to execute on your intranetwork building. Okay, lady leader, I sincerely hope that today's podcast was helpful for you to understand how impactful networking inside your organization can be for your career today and in the future. And that you now have a few ideas of where you'll get started. And if you think others would find today's content helpful, then please help me spread the word by giving the podcast a five-star rating at ratethispodcast.com forward slash leading her way. That's ratethispodcast.com forward slash leading her way. Your rating will push the podcast out to more introverted women leaders searching for help and support with advancing their careers. I'll speak with you next week, lady leader. Now go lead your way and slay. Hey, lady leader. The date for my free masterclass is fast approaching. On February 22nd, I'll be sharing everything it took me over 15 years to figure out. I tried to become a senior leader many times and failed because I was focused on the wrong things. But once I learned these secrets, I was able to not only get into the executive level four different times, but also excel in those roles as well. You can too. Use the link in the show notes to sign up and find out how.